0: Born in 1954 in Wales to Jewish refugees from Nazi Germany, Michael Moritz attended Howardian High School in Cardiff and studied history at Christ Church, Oxford. After college, he moved to the United States, getting an MBA from Wharton and then working as a reporter for Time. In 1984, he published an early history of Apple Computer and in 1986, he joined the Silicon Valley venture capital firm Sequoia Capital. Over the past three decades, he has been an early-stage investor in an extraordinary string of companies, including Cisco, Google, Kayak, LinkedIn, PayPal, WhatsApp, Yahoo, Zappos, and many others. He has pledged to give away the majority of his fortune, and has already donated hundreds of millions of dollars to various educational institutions. Foreign Affairs editor Gideon Rose spoke to him about entrepreneurship in his office in late October. You've been as successful as any venture capitalist in history. What are the qualities you look for in a startup? Remarkable people on a mission that is not widely recognized by others. Has that changed over time? or are you looking for the same things now that you looked for twenty-five years ago? It's exactly the same as twenty-five years ago, with the one big exception that there are far more opportunities today than there were a quarter of a century ago because of the digitization of everything. Most startups and most entrepreneurs fail, and only a tiny handful become giant successes. Are there actual, predictable differences that separate the successes from the failures? Or is it just a question of luck and timing? Companies have to get the timing right, because everybody knows what happens if a company gets started years before a market develops, or after too many others have sought to exploit a similar opportunity. So timing is clearly a very important part. When we make extremely early-stage investments, really, really early, when it's perhaps one or two people with an embryonic idea, and we invest a small amount of money, maybe 250000 or $500,000, the mortality rate of those sorts of endeavors is very different from where we commit more serious amounts of money, say from $2 million to $6 million. As the size of the investment increases, the mortality rate decreases, because there's more certainty associated with it. Over the years, we've had our share of bloody noses and made some terrible mistakes, either companies that we invested in or companies that we should have invested in but chose not to. But we have a reasonably decent record of not losing gobs of money investing in companies that are past a very embryonic stage. How about the great successes? Do you know from the very beginning— when you first hear the pitch that a Google is going to be a Google? No. It's the PR people and the marketers and the revisionists who proclaim that everything was obvious from day one. On day one, nothing is obvious, because all you're doing is trying to concentrate on getting through the first six months and surviving for the first year. Sequoia invested very early on in Apple but I won't talk about that, because Apple had two different incarnations. It was a public company during its incredible rebirth, and that portion was well after the venture stage. But I can talk about Cisco, or Yahoo, or Google, or PayPal, or Flextronics, or YouTube, any number of those sorts of companies. And if we or the founders are honest about what we thought was possible on day one, I think collectively we have a wonderful ability to underestimate the potential of a company that becomes great. And we do that extremely consistently. We invested in Cisco towards the end of 1986. And never in a million years, when we met with the founding team, which was six or seven or eight people at the time, did we ever dream that that company a decade later would be worth $100 billion.